Oh no, there's another squad attacking. Welcome to the third party, an Apex Legends podcast hosted by myself, Shay, and joined as always by my co-host, Henry. Henry, how's it going today? It's going well, Shay. It's heating up over here in Seattle, so I'm a bit warm, but uh, back again to chat Apex. Yeah, we might have a little warm weekend, which is going to be interesting for us, but uh, I think we'll survive. Uh, We got a fun episode, though, this week. We're talking Veiled Collection events, some stories from the Outlands, good stuff, talking about what's come out about Season 17 thus far. It'll be interesting. But before we dive into it, if you want to drop us a follow on Twitter, hear what Henry and I are always up to, can do so. Links are in the description. At Kirkrudo Shea, at HP Burrison. Don't expect you to spell my name. So the links are in the description. Uh, also, just a quick other announcement. We have no Saturday episode coming this week. We, we'll have a kind of an announcement show uh, coming next Wednesday. Uh, dive into it. So, yeah. And last Friday was the eighth third-party invitational tournament. A uh, little bit of a controversy there, but uh, we'll have more information coming next week in terms of the future of third-party invitationals. Well said. With that, let's dive into the news. Okay, first piece of news, the Veiled Collection event. Let's talk about it. And before we dive into, you know, specifically new TDM, the skins, it's our first ever season with four collection events. What do you think? Do we got greedy folks out there, which is what I see all over Twitter right now? What are the vibes you're feeling? (laughs) Yeah, it's a a bit odd because this season annually does have the bonus collection event with the yeah. anniversary. But it's curious to see maybe we are going into a full collection event instead of doing thematic events, which we've had for at least two years, um, where there's been an LTM, there's been some skins. Um, even last season, that's when we had the reactive mythic skin thrown in. But yeah, this is the first ever season with four collection events, and I don't know if everybody loves it, but yeah, kind of a shock. <laughs> I, I'm wondering if it's just the terminology switch, though, that thematic just doesn't make any sense, and we'd rather keep it collection. Yeah, I guess, but it's also like, it's a total different UI, and it's these yeah. collection event skins are going to be gone after the collection event. The thematic skins yep. stay in the rotation even after and are craftable so it, to me there still is a distinct difference and i think that's that, that's where the frustration comes from and i do kind of get it because we've had a lot of talk about you know let's, let's talk about the, the caustic mystic uh, caustic mystic mythic prestige skin uh, apex contagion is kind of our big highlight of this collection event and it's now been a pretty recurring thing that mythic skins are not as popular as heirlooms in terms of a collection event when they're equated to the same price and the same value. And that's where I think some of the community frustration comes from, uh, which I do understand, especially after last season, us getting the mythic skin in the thematic event and people not still not loving the mythic skins all around, but I think we're more accepting of that idea and that it was different. It, didn't cost as much, I believe, on a, uh, if you were to buy it outright kind of thing. Um, and so I think going back to now it being in a collection event has just rubbed some people the wrong way, which I do understand because it's skin's cool, 
you don't see your skin. You see your heirloom every time. And so to equate those as equal value is a, a tough thing. But maybe maybe I'm the wrong one in that thinking that those skins are not as cool as heirlooms. <laughs> I think you're probably right. Um, yeah, I, I think it's interesting. It's not my top priority. You know, I care more about gameplay and updates and balancing. But yeah. I will say on a positive note, this is probably my favorite mythic prestige heirloom <laughs> legend. Skin. I like it. That is a positive. I think they note. did well. I think they did well with this one. Great finisher. I think even the base skin looks really clean. So, you know, in that regard, I'm impressed. And I'm I'm right there with you. Like I I like the skins that come with this collection event as well. I think they always do a really good job on collection event skins overall. And so. I'm not really like disappointed by seeing that piece of content comes in. I think the point that we're just kind of making is hear the community, get the frustration when you would love to get a, a town takeover as your mid-season form of content, not so much more skins, along with a TDM uh, or an LTM. And let's talk about that LTM, which is TDM Unshielded Deadeye, a twist on Team Deathmatch with legends wielding limited rotating loadouts each match to prove their skill. Every match, loadouts will be randomly given, so players will start with one of the following weapon sets, Wingman and 3030, or the Hemlock and G7, or the Kraber and Sentinel. Care packages are turned off, and players will have no shields or helmets. The first team to 50 kills wins and will reveal the true champions among legends. You get a chance to play? at all henry yeah i think the in terms of an ltm it's not the most innovative or fun (laughs) for me in terms of replayability but i do think that it's kind of fun to get some practice in with the kraber and my only tip would be change your optics yes you can kind of Mm -hmm. change your optics in all three of these different loadouts and giving yourself maybe a 1x or a 2x or something that works a little bit better mm-hmm. highly recommended yeah so yeah i think you're right it's not obviously the most innovative one but i've been having a blast with it i've played it a couple times and like, like the kraber and sentinel is my favorite because it's the most unique one in this kind of set and you know i think a lot of people have always you know played like the 1v1s or 1v1v1 snipers and the firing range and it's kind of just the expanded version of that where it's just like it's a good time with your friends. You're laughing. You're frustrated. It's something different. I get the enjoyment. I'm glad they did this rather than not do something. Uh, is kind of my takeaway. So, totally. Yeah. Anything else on the Veiled Collection event overall, though? Any skins you want to shout out? Not really. I don't have anything that caught my eye that I really want to shout out. Um, I feel like we've kind of been on a good trend of collection events that I've at least seen something that I really like. Not this time though. Oh man, rip. I, I like I like the Watson one. I think that was that's my favorite Watson's one nice. of them. Uh, yeah. And I know people are folks are loving the uh Loba emote as well. Uh, mm, I don't yeah. know if you've seen any of those videos. Pretty funny. So uh let's talk about stories from the outlands though. Uh highlighting on the newest legend to come into the games next season, Ballistic. Henry, what are your first impressions on the man, the myth, the legend, Ballistic himself, who I feel like we have both now coined the LeBron James of Apex Legends? (laughs) Yeah. 
in the future. In the future, know? yeah. <laughs> Comes out of retirement to come back in, crush some kids. But honestly, this is the most excited stories from the Outlands legend reveal I think we've seen in a long time. Agreed. Long time. I don't want to pin it down to, to a season, <laughs> but I think this is a very exciting lore background for a legend. Um, you know, John Wick is one of our favorite uh, characters, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of that sprinkled into Ballistic. But also, more from just a, a simpleton like me, I understand the lore. Yeah. I get it. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no question why Ballistic is in the game, if he's qualified for the game, mm-hmm. how he got in. Like, logistically, we had all that answered. Yeah. And that's important to me. And I feel like seasons past, there are open storylines that never get finished. Mm-hmm. And it just. When you have a podcast and you've recorded hundreds of episodes and you really care about this stuff <laughs> and you don't really know why Ash is in the game or why Vantage is killing people in order to bring attention to her mom in prison and we don't even know why she's in prison. Yeah. It's just I like it's refreshing it's, to get ballistic. It's we simple. know why he's here. That's yeah. that's I think my takeaway. It, he is a simple legend and I love every second of it. And I got to shout out the voice actor Oh my goodness, such yeah. a great job. Like I am beyond excited to hear the voice lines for this character in the game. But yeah, it, it is kind of funny just to see how how simple it is to get you and I excited about it. But we were just yeah. watching the trailer and we were like, wait, so he is coming into the games because he doesn't want his son to compete in the games, but he has a rough relationship with his son. Cool, get it. Is he any good at anything? Yeah, he's kind of the best Thunderdome arenas fighter to ever do it with a tragic ending, obviously, to his career, you know, having his best friend die. But it was so simple. It's like you said, this guy's in the games because of this. We actually saw how he got there Mm -hmm. by holding Silva at gunpoint like a badass. Mm -hmm. And the why makes sense, the how makes sense. And I'm just beyond excited to have that answered. So now, we get to kind of look at Ballistic and say, okay, how does he fit with the other characters in the game? Um, and how are his relationships going to be built with those people? I feel like him and Fuse are going to be kind of a fun duo as maybe the two old guys, the grandpas of the group. And yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Any other things you think are worth highlighting from the stories from the Outlands? I, your John Wick call was a good one because he's a bad, bad man. <laughs> yeah, he is. I think the only thing that I'll I'll point out, which I'm not even, this isn't my idea. I saw this in, as a comment okay. on the YouTube video for the stories of the Outlands. Because Henry's doing his mod duties, checking out the comments, of making sure am. everybody's responsible in the community. <laughs> but somebody, you know, commented tongue in cheek, kind of weird that you would be rattled when your teammate dies in a blood sport. It's kind of what you signed up for, you know, like the fact that Ballistic did close himself off completely from his family, shut down, dropped off the whole map because there was a death. Well, there's death all the time in the Thunderdome. So this commenter was having a hard time putting that together, and I can get a little bit of that. Um, But death in Apex today? Don't ask me about it because I don't understand it. (laughs) 
I don't know if it's possible. I don't know if they've cured that ailment. But uh, mm. yeah, curious if Ballistic will become immortal when he enters the games. Yeah, it, it is interesting. We obviously don't know that lore reasoning. The Thunderdomes we do know are full buds for it, like death. It, yeah. It's interesting. It, it's we didn't get like the exact kind of like we didn't see who shot. Like I, it even for me looked like a second. I was like, oh, did something ballistic shoot ricochet or something like that? But I think our description essentially is that his show boasting play style yeah. led to the death. So while obviously death was a part of it, it was. Uh, it was his fault, so he's you know feels that guilt from it. So like, I get it to an extent, but I do I hear you. I see where the YouTube commenter is coming from on that standpoint. But that's just kind of a hole in the Apex universe overall right now. Yeah, there's some, maybe chambers, maybe, maybe <laughs> yeah respawn chambers. There's also the guy that collects all the limbs, so we really don't know. It's confusing. It's confusing, but. We still get to play, yep. so nobody's complaining. Well, I will say, Stories from Outlands, great. Looks cool. Great animation, as always. I've watched it a few times now. But let's talk about some of the other stuff that has come out with the, I guess we'll call it the soft launch of Season 17, Arsenal. Um, I'm going to rattle through all of these, and then we'll yeah. just talk about them. But we have new weapon mastery systems coming into season 17 or you will quote complete challenges and earn rewards we also know that world's edge is being updated for season 17 the firing range is getting quote majorly expanded and rank updates are confirmed for the newest season as well let's start at the top weapon mastery whoever from the ea team is listening to the podcast um we are going to take credit for this one because uh, it has been a long time coming that I feel like you and I have been asking for this. And thrilled is probably an understatement at this point. <laughs> for sure. Uh, I do not think any other game update will impact my gameplay more yeah. than this. That's like, exciting. Arenas, no. Mixtape for me, no. I mean, ranked. Ranked is going to be yeah. the, the next one. Like it's ranked, changed everything for me, and weapon mastery is, is going to be right up there. So this is a big deal. I really hope that it's successful. We don't have all the details yet, mm -hmm. but uh, hope for the best. Yeah, it, it seems like it. Like just from what we would assume about the Apex team, the respawn team, I don't think we're going to see a copy and paste of like a Call of Duty style weapon system and so i'm i'm interested yeah. to see what challenges ends up being because obviously we have challenges in apex legends right now which are you know kind of random do damage do x in this mode accomplish these goals and rewards can mean anything is it gun charms yeah. is it uh skin specifically for the weapons that's obviously what you and i are hoping for uh right now but i think if done well, like you said, this will be one of the most impactful updates to you know how we play on a day-to-day -day basis because yeah. it's going to change what guns we're running. And that's going to be fun. You're going to get Henry to pick up a shotgun potentially. And that <laughs> is a big achievement to respawn. <laughs> yeah, I, I think we'll see it. it. The structure of the weapon mastery is really important because can you master all the guns in one season mm -hmm. it, is it going to take a year to do that like yeah. at a reasonable amount of playing and that kind of comes down to how much xp is required what are the challenges 
do you do things like Call of Duty where it's by class or do you group weapons together? Which I feel like I've seen in some games. Maybe I'm just inventing this off the top of my head, but you kind of group Mozambique, RE45, R301, Kraber together. And so that you have to go around in order to unlock the next tier. I don't know. Yeah. I'm excited for the <laughs> mastery though. Um, it's honestly, it's a huge deal for me. Yeah. And I hope a lot of players are equally as excited. Yeah. Uh, last thing I'll note on it is I've been an, like a kind of a pubs hater, I will say, lately. This is the mode that will get me playing pubs BR again because... I might Agreed. not want to use a Spitfire in ranked, but I'm going to want to get my weapon mastery. So I'm excited. It's going to be awesome. World's Edge, getting updated for next season. We don't really know anything, obviously, but any thoughts on that kind of being the map that's getting its turn at this point in time? Yeah, I mean, the last World's Edge update was season 10 with Seer. So long time. Um I think we, we both have our secret wishes, but uh, World Judge is a classic map, and it's, it's due for an update. Yeah. So very excited as well. A, f- a fan favorite, which bodes well for the start of a, of a really strong season. I think we have a cool legend coming in, and we have you know, a very popular map getting changes, which you, know, you and I always say that the map updates are for the better. I know sometimes people disagree, so we'll see exactly you know, <laughs> where the map changes come and how the community reacts, but... World's Edge being, we would assume, in the rotation, at least for the majority of the season, uh, will be exciting for the community. Firing range. Majorly expanded. Henry, they kind of took like a, let's call it like a baby step recently uh, with the changes to the dummies and the firing range and getting some stats and stuff. This sounds like a leap. They seem confident and majorly expanded. What would be your dream like what are, what were you looking for out of an expanded firing range per se so i don't use the firing range yeah so what would get what you in would, there yeah. yeah what would get me in there is the ability to kind of play private matches with my squad mm-hmm. warm up play with friends um you know i think most players like to 1v1 mm-hmm. if you could expand that i think that'd be really big um you know, for me, whether it's in the firing range or just in the menus, you know, I want to see the weapon stats. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think it isn't something high on my list to update the firing range because mm-hmm. I don't pay it any mind. But <laughs> I think there's a lot of players that have been looking forward to this for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. I think, you know, having more tools to do things with your friends in the range is really cool and separate from private lobbies. And that would be nice. I'll just throw in there as well, like having, you know, dummies that are more intelligent so you can maybe do a little bit more live practice or and or um, having actual buildings to play around so you can practice abilities around buildings, on buildings, on doorways, all that kind of stuff. It'll totally it'll make you and I kind of dive into the depths of each legend a bit more uh, easy, I will say. And then last ranked updates kind of been talking about ranked a bit uh semi recently what do you think we could see potentially changing what would you want to see change because i know you're a little bit more on the 
anti-change side of things. I like the point system. You know, I don't think there has to be a a major switch up there. I think we're in a nice spot. And I just, I worry about just always rocking the boat in terms of how you progress and diluting the value of the ranks. Mm -hmm. Um, My big ask would be, can we figure out a way to address solo play versus full stacking? And that could be a matchmaking change. That could be a playlist change. I don't know, but I think some sort of acknowledgement that it's harder to play ranked if you're a solo mm-hmm. would be nice. Yeah, I think if it was as simple as just losing a little less RP if you're playing yeah. solo uh, or have like a different starting entry value as a solo would be great. I don't think anybody would complain about that too much. So yeah. I'm right there with and that's you. That's not a game changer, no. you know, but no. I think that's just... That's all I'm asking for yeah. is a nod. We'll, you know? we'll see. We'll see if this is an overhaul or if this is kind of small tweaks like that. I know people are pretty outraged about it, but I about ranked generally speaking, but I don't know what the perfect fix is based off the community's reaction. I mean, I'll always sit here and say, whatever we can do to make it a balanced playing field for everybody so there's not cheaters, all that kind of stuff, sign me up. Um, but we'll see. This is uh, interesting news at the current with the current popular, popularity of Realm kind of rising up and taking over the ranked scene in a way. So we will see if this is any uh, it takes any inspiration from things like that potentially. Um, yeah. Last piece of news: new launch trailer drops tomorrow as we're recording this today. As you're listening to it, um, so no commentary, obviously, on that. I bet it's going to be a blast. That's my hunch. And uh, hope you all enjoy it. Hope there's some good stuff. Hope we learn more about ballistics abilities. And uh, have a good time. With that, let's wrap up this show by answering a couple five-star questions. I'm going to kick us off, Henry, with a question from FF42HW. And all I can see homework with an hw abbreviation right there love the podcast keep up the great work what are your thoughts on gun specific kill trackers have it be a charm you can put on the gun maybe what do you think all right this is a very cool Mm two-parter so charm you can put on the gun makes me think of titanfall 2 where you could add an attachment to show the weapon xp on the gun super cool that just kind of took me back as a throwback with weapon mastery i think the the opportunity is there for things like this um you know my only thoughts on like trackers in general are it's pretty cut and dry for me i don't try to do like the the fun ones i guess i keep it like Kills, damage, wins. I'm a traditionalist, <laughs> and that's just how it is. So, like, you won't find me have AR kills yeah. ever. So, would it change? And I would put on R301 kills. Probably not. I don't think it's a huge priority. But with weapon mastery, I think both of these things are in the realm of possibility. Yeah, I'm not a huge gun charm person myself. Um, you know, I yeah. Henry knows me that I'm not the person that like clears all my new item bubbles, which pisses him off on the OCD side of things. Um, I probably haven't opened my gun charms in a few seasons at this point. 
and haven't made there any changes to them. Yeah. Um, Why? I don't know. And, and that's kind of the thing. So, like, I, yes, this would be a cooler version if it was like live updating Gun Charm in the Titanfall esque uh, realm, but I think there are better benefits to get people to pay more attention to their weapons. I would just love, outside of gun specific trackers, let me know what my KD is, my accuracy, my average damage or average win rate when I play a game and use a gun for X amount of time during that game. Um, like yeah. a full-on barracks Relevant stats. kind of Yeah, more of an expansion on that with weapon-specific things because I think that would be exciting and would be fun to look at your numbers and say, I don't like the Prowler, but in games I run the Prowler for more than you know 40% of the game or something like that, I have a 15% increased win rate at whatever sample size. Like that would be more interesting to me in that realm, uh, which is outside of weapon mastery, obviously, but would be cool. I like that a lot. And pulling it back to trackers, wouldn't it be cool to flex and show your squad, this is my average damage? Yeah. This is my KD. Yeah. That would be cool. You know, like I'm not opposed to doing that. So good question. Next one, five star coming from Apex Goat God. Hi, I've been wondering what the best range of sensitivities are. You can't really go too high since people play on max, but at what point is a sense too low to be optimal? My sense is advanced look control 400 yaw, 300 pitch, 150 extra yaw, 140 ADS yaw and pitch, and 120 ADS extra yaw. Okay, this is a fun one. Um... Well, I will say a few things on this. One, play on whatever sense you're going to perform at the best, whatever you're most comfortable on. That's, I think, a huge part of it, and that takes time and practice to understand that. I'm not going to speak to MNK uh, sensitivity, but I, I used to do ALC. I used to have advanced look controls. I have you know, more recently switched away from that to just you know, standard sensitivities. Um, I think anything below a 3-3, like when you're at a 2-anything, it gets really hard to continue to play the game at a fast enough pace for it to make sense. But a lot of really good players play with a 3, you know, ADS and sensitivity to be consistent with their shots. I'm a lower sense more than a high sense player. And I know right now there's a big trend going on for controller players to play 4-3 with a linear aim response curve. Um, those, that sense doesn't feel perfect to me right now, but a lot of people are, you know, saying that is the best way to do it. But that's what all the pros are using. So that doesn't really answer the range part of the question, but that's my uh, sensitivities, just opinion. I, th- I think that's a good answer to kind of what's the floor on where should you be at, at a minimum. Um, I think the harder thing to determine as a player is when do I know I should change my sense, like. Hmm. How do you know if I'm too high or too low? Is it just I'm missing all my shots? But I think a lot of people think or maybe feel, how do I know I missed all my R9 shots because my sensitivity was too high versus I got flustered or I couldn't control the recoil by itself? So it's like, I think... Large sample size is a failure. That's the honest answer probably. (laughs) Tuning your idea or tuning your sensitivity, I think, is hard. Starting low and increasing very, very slowly 
is probably the go-to. Yeah, I, th- I think that's very fair. Do you, what do you plan? Just if you want to share so people can get our uh, perspective. I don't know. You don't remember? That's fine. I don't want to misspeak. I mean, I don't think I'm on standard, but I don't know if I'm 4-3 or 3-4, and I know one of those is like disgusting and getting canceled. So <laughs> I'm 4-3. I'm 4-3, and I think that's... Then I'm probably that as well. Yeah. Um, With I don't default aim response curve, I believe, uh, as well. I, yeah. I think I'm pretty dang basic after uh, going on my ALC uh, trend. And The thing yeah. is with me, like... And I'm not afraid to admit it. I'm a mid-range player. I'm not mm. a close-range player. So my sensitivity honestly doesn't matter as much. I have plenty of time to adjust my like sights. My movement mm-hmm. is fine. As soon as you start saying, I want to play Wraith and I want to be in people's face with the Mozambique, then it's like you do have to be a lot more sensitive and responsive. Mm-hmm. But I-, I don't worry about my sensitivity because it's just not in my play style. Yeah. Or at least that's what I tell myself. And we use a controller. So we have aim assist. Yeah. It doesn't even matter. Like we're just gonna hit our shots regardless. Exactly. Yeah. I just plug in my cheat device and <laughs> X Y Crotus said. It's easy. Yeah. That's <laughs> sensitivity isn't a problem like me. Oh no. That's yeah. gonna get clipped. Um, next question the five star coming from winning is fun. I love the show, but what happened to the good games pod? What happened to the good games pod, Henry? Break our heart. Throwback. Yeah. It's been a long time. I love the name. Winning is fun. That's that's my motto. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Always nice to to hear people missing the good games pod. We miss it as well. Um, It just came to an end because it was very time consuming, uh, even more so than this show. And we didn't know how to find an audience for it. Honestly, it wasn't necessarily that we didn't like it. We didn't, it wasn't about money either. It was just, we didn't know how to put that show in front of people. Mm -hmm. Like when we started the third party, we started off with like a big push on Instagram. We could find listeners there, but for good games, it's like, well, what do you post on Instagram? How do you grow that show? And this was, you know, three, four years ago. So, Things have kind of changed, but yeah, that's what happened to the good games pod. <laughs> Retired. <laughs> Retired, but never dead. You never know. Can always pray. Yep. <laughs> Last question for the day coming from Dr. Footfoot. Would a chainsaw be a good idea for a Maggie heirloom? Uh, not against it. It fits the character, honestly. Uh, it'd be pretty awesome. It'd be pretty freaking I like cool. It. Like, you know, riot drill chains. Yeah, yeah, I can get that connection. Yeah, and um, it, it's like a carryable thing, so it's not like it's the yeah. most outlandish. Uh, animations would probably be really cool. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Heirlooms are such an interesting conversation nowadays because we're getting more and more random heirlooms that it seems like it aren't attached to lore beforehand but are more like retconned after the fact if that makes sense um yeah like yeah ash's heirloom we've played two single player titanfall games with her and now apex for a long time and have never seen a nunchuck with her i'm sure we'll get a story at some point of where the nunchucks came from but it seems like right now the priority is making really cool things and then we'll kind of 
we'll have an idea of the lore, but maybe figure that out and plug it in later, which is just reverse of what we kind of started with and thought. Like Lifeline Shocksticks, she was a drummer, and that was kind of the, mm-hmm. the fun vibes from that point. And yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, it's always a little bit of a mix. You know, some legends, you already have that. Like Gibraltar had the War Club. Yeah. We tweaked that a little bit, made the axe. Makes sense. Similar with Bangalore. I don't know. There's not, it's not like it's a bad yeah. thing one way or another or a good thing. I think one way or Ash another. is a good example because it's a little bit out there. Like, even her lore has always kind of been martial arts, yoga. Yeah. As random as that is, it's kind of true from her Titanfall days. But nobody really gets upset at Caustic's Death Hammer, even though we've never seen him. You know, before there, so I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. <laughs> it's just, I it's think interesting. You just got to come out with a good one. Yeah, you know, nobody's going to care about Revenant's heirloom when he has the, yeah. the scythe and he's walking around with it. So because <laughs> it looks because it looks great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, agreed. Uh, that's going to wrap things up for us today. Thanks so much for listening. Hit the plus on Apple. Drop us a follow on Spotify. Check out the Discord via link in the description. Thanks for checking out the Third Party Podcast. We'll catch you next time. Peace. Hey now, another squad coming in. Boom, whole squad down. Hey, brother, not today. Maybe tomorrow.